amor. Tranquilo, no te voy a molestar. Mi suerte está bachada, ya lo sé. Y sé que hay un torrente dando vueltas por tu mente, amor. Ah. Lo nuestro solo fue casualidad. La misma hora, el mismo bulevar. No temas, no hay cuidado, no te culpo del pasado. Y ya lo ves. Get from underneath that desk. La vida es así. Get out under that desk, bitch. I'm not playing with you. Tú te vas y yo me quedo aquí. What is going on, bitch? <laughs> Speaking of la gato bajo la lluvia, Billy is literally driving me up a motherfucking wall. This is day three of her hunger strike. She's refusing to eat. Anyways, welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. And that was Rocio Durcal, La Gata Bajo La Lluvia. Mm. I really don't understand a good portion of that song. It's just so beautiful, especially when the second verse comes in. I really kind of get a little emotional, you know, because, well, hold, let me find it. She, she says, she says, um, um, oh, fuck. What's the part that I really, really love? I'm trying to think of it. Hold on. Um, <laughs> wait, oh, amor, si alguna vez no vemos por allí, invítame un café y hazme el amor. Y si ya no vuelvo a verte, ojalá que tenga suerte. Bitch, that part, I'm something about songs in Spanish that are just so incredibly beautiful. Like, there's a way about the lyrics that just don't, you can't really convey a lot of those things in English. I know that's weird because English is such a, like, vast language and there's so many specific, I think that's it. I think because there's so many specific words for specific things. You know, whereas in Spanish, there kind of really isn't. So you have to really narrate your feelings and you have to really explain it and flesh everything out. So you're just like, it's just, uh, let me tell you, I love me a good old bolero bitch. Anyways, what is up? Um, I'm back into the tune of things. Yes, Billy is just on a three day hunger strike. She's refusing to eat her food. But honestly, it's really in part because I ordered this food. This is my fault, really, because I started using cat person to get her food because, you know, I guess it's like the best quality cat food is bougie, whatever, boom, boom, boom. Um, And but here's the thing. You got to order it online. So it be delayed. So I ordered this shit like two and a half weeks ago. It was going to ship June 9th right june 9th and so i don't know unbeknownst to me that was just like oh yeah june 9th she'll run out of her food by like you know june 14th or something like that june 10th maybe i don't know and it'll be here in time bitch it is june 16th and the food is nowhere in sight and they're like girl we don't know when it's gonna get here and so i'm just like girl so i went to PetSmart to get something kind of very similar because 
cat person, I like their food because it's just very, I don't want to say natural ingredients, but it's very minimal. You know, it's not like a bunch of shit and it's not processed. Like the number one ingredient is literally dead ass chicken. So I get her like chicken shreds, shreds. So I found something that was very comparable in PetSmart and girl, she ain't eating it. She's like, bitch, I don't know what this cheap shit is, but I'm not eating none of it. So well, I'm like, well, little bitch, you just gonna have to just starve. So my friend texted me yesterday and she was like, cats can survive up to seven, I mean, two weeks without food. I said, well, bitch, <laughs> she got nine more days. She got nine more. <laughs> How do you give cat person? Y'all have nine more days to get Billy her food. For real. <laughs> For real. Like y'all gotta, y'all really got nine days to get this bitch her food. Cause she's really, by the way she's going, she's just, she's rather die. She's so dramatic, like me. She would rather die than than eat some shit, honestly. Okay, but anyways, let's get into the show. I don't really know what we're talking about this week. We're definitely going to touch on In the Heights. I watched that. Um, and yeah, let's just get into it. So I am so happy to finally announce that the Collagen Serum is finally here. Oh, it's been a while, child. It's been a, a, a few months of trial, not trial and error. It's just we've had so many issues with the packaging that like, <laughs> I didn't think that that was going to be the holdup. I, once I got the formula right and the ingredients right, I was like, oh, cool. It's going to be smooth sailing. Bitch, wrong. We've had to reprint and reprint and reprint and remake and remake the fucking packaging. I almost called it quits. I was like, you know what? Just throw it all away. <laughs> just I'm so fucking annoyed <laughs> i was so annoyed with it but needless to say the collagen serum is finally here i made this serum because um a lot of collagen you 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 first off you need collagen to keep your skin looking cute and stuff like that but everything on the market is really all powdered and you know once you put it into your body and stuff it will go to your like your tendons your eyeballs your organs and might make it to your skin you know what i'm saying so i wanted something that's going to really complement the microneedling pen because you know the whole purpose of a microneedling pen is to get rid of scarring and stretch marks and to rebuild collagen so while my skin is already punctured, I wanted to create a liquid collagen. So I've been working on this for a while. And so it's finally here. It's on SolRayBeauty.com. That's S-O-L-R-A-Y Beauty.com. Um, it is $38, which I think is a cute little, you know, price point. It's one, um, one ounce. Um, the short story is the collagen is important in keeping your skin healthy, hydrated, and reducing wrinkles. But the long zhuzh of it all is collagen plays a vital role in strengthening your skin and assisting in elasticity and hydration. As we age, our bodies produce less and less collagen, thus drying out your skin, making it thinner, 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 and incredibly prone to forming deep-set permanent wrinkles. Collagen peptides help slow the aging process by reducing wrinkles and dryness. Most oral collagen supplements are made with hydrolyzed collagen and have to go through your body. They target all your areas that are that are in need of collagen, such as tendons, ligaments, and muscles. Whatever is left over 
eventually might make it to your skin. This product, however, is a liquid collagen. You can put lace directly onto your skin for fast absorption. No oral su supplements needed, guaranteeing the benefit of the collagen is targeted in a specific area. Um, so that's really why I made it because I just wanted to put it directly on my face. Um, I've been using it for a few months now. It's really great with the microneedling. I use it every night. Um, it's great because it's like, you can see like the plumping in it. So also it doesn't just have collagen in it. It also has hyaluronic acid, which retains moisture in your skin. Um, ceramides, which also retain moisture in your skin as well. So not only is it has the collagen but it also has all those really great ingredients as well so it's really a cute it's really i'll be saying it's the serum of all serums girl it's really that girl um so yeah it is available now it's finally in stock ready to ship out if you place your orders it will be sent out immediately but also thank you for everyone who did pre-order it but yes SaulRayBeauty.com. That's S-O-L-R-A-Y-B-E-A-U-T-Y.com. No shags. I know some of the girls don't know how to spell it. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, SaulRayBeauty.com. And it's available now. So I watched In the Heights um, over the weekend. I was hung the fuck over. First off, bitch, I ended up at the strip club. First off, I just love strip clubs. They're fun. It's just something I really enjoy going to. I It's just, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's just something I enjoy doing. Anyway, so boom. I wake up Sunday, hung the fuck over, just really on the verge and just literally pulse at a very minimum, cold sweats, feverishly shaking, just actually none of that. Just really hung over. So I was like, I want to watch something cute that I really got to pay attention to. Because you know when you're like hungover, you don't, you're not trying to dissect shit. You know, you, I don't want to watch like fucking Forensic Files or, you know, you know, a lot of those HBO shows are really fucking good. But sometimes, bitch, they be too much. Like it'd be like, oh, it'd be like dark and silent and you got to pay attention to details. And if you miss one frame out of the TV where where the motherfucker is looking to the left and he's looking at, you know, I don't know, the counter or whatever. If you miss that part, then you fucked up for the next two episodes because that was like a vital clue. Like, I don't, sometimes I don't really want to watch all that shit. Sometimes I just watch shit to put in the background and, you know, be on my phone. <laughs> so, so I was I was like, well, bitch, let me watch In the Heights because, um. I actually really like the musical. So not me saying that in like a way like I wouldn't like the musical. Because I do like musicals. Um, but anyway, so I was like, let me watch it. Because I remember they were filming some of the scenes around my home where I, when I lived in Washington Heights. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me watch it. I love Leslie Grace. That's my girl. So I was like, okay, cute. Let me go put it on. Bitch, let me tell you something. Not... Even the opening scene is Usnavi, um, Us whatever, Lynn Manuel's new character. No, it is, well, no, it's his original character played by somebody else. Anyways, I'm looking at these bitches on the beach and everybody looking real light skinned. I'm just like, oh, okay, well, all right, cool. It's just, it's just like four light skinned kids. And a light-skinned man. So I'm just like, okay. 
Okay, cool. I just, just, just watch the movie. So then, I'm playing the movie, playing the movie, playing the movie, watching it, watching it, watching it. I'm like, oh, it's giving very, it's giving very light skin right now. All right, so all right, cool. It's it's gonna get a little darker later on in the next couple scenes, or I don't know. And granted, you know, Leslie Grace is in there and the guy who plays Benny is in there. But overall, like everybody in the damn movie, it was given, girl, it was given light skin boots. And here's the thing. If it was a movie fucking based in San Diego or based in Los Angeles or some Southern California city where it was a bunch of Latinos and shit, I'd have been like, okay, this kind of looked like that. You know what I'm saying? Like when you go... You know, to like fucking South Central and I mean Southeast San Diego and Echo Park and all those little fucking Mexican spots in fucking Southern California, it'd be looking like that. It'd be looking like the cast of In the Heights. It'd be given mostly, I don't want to say mostly light skinned Latino, but it'd be given what the cast was given. But if you go to Washington Heights, that's not what it gives. Like, it really don't be given a bunch of light-skinned Latinos all over the place. It be, like, 15% light-skinned Latino. For real. I'm not playing, bitch. It be given like, 15% of them are light-skinned up in the motherfucking Heights. Arab, and I would say... I would say this. I'm not good with math. Let me just keep it cute. 20% light-skinned Latino... Then we got another 20% medium complexion Latino, you know, given caramel complexion, bitch. And then the rest of the 60% is black. Like, I don't know what fucking make-believe world they was trying to paint in this movie, but bitch, that's not a true representation of the movie. So I didn't think anything. I mean, I, don't, I did think something of it. And I was like, damn, bitch. And I tweeted about it. And I went on Snapchat and talked about it. I had no clue while I was doing that, they were eating up this movie live for the last 12 hours. Like, they was eating up. And there was um a lady from Roots ended up interviewing the director, who is also the director of Crazy Rich Asians, which girl should have known then. But um, he basically was just like, she put him on the spot and was like, girl... Where are the Afro-Latinos? And bitch, I thought maybe he would have a good response. I don't know what I was thinking. Girl, he said, you didn't see them in the background? They they in there. They in the background. You used to see them dancing, shaking and jiving. You didn't see them niggas at the back there? Yeah, they in there. That was, ba- he didn't say that, but like that was basically his response. He was basically saying like, yeah, you didn't see them? They're in the back. And she said, yeah, like, historically, we never get principal roles. Like, we're always in the back as dancers. And then, fast forward to um, the cast. And first off, Leslie Grace had a really great response. She was like, you know what? I never saw myself until I was, I saw myself as Nina on on screen. I never saw people. Because she's Afro-Latina. I believe she's Dominican. I believe. I don't know. Um... And she was like, you know, I want to see people like my brothers and sisters who are darker than me, people in my family who are darker than me. I want I want to see that. And hopefully um, things start to change. And that was kind of like her response. Um, again, great response. Love her down to the ground. 
But then the light-skinned girl, I think her name is Michelle Barrera. Girl, like, her response... (laughs) Her response was basically in a roundabout way. She said, yeah, and the audition process was really long. And there was Afro-Latinos in the audition process, but they picked the best ones for the roles. So basically, she was saying... They picked us light-skinned girls because you darkies wasn't good enough. Y'all niggas wasn't good enough. Us light-skinned girls, we we are the chosen one. So, which was already a fucked up response. Because it's like, uh, what? Who says that? You know what I'm saying? First off, you're not even Dominican. You know, you're not even from, you're Mexican. And you're light-skinned at that. This is not really your place to like really defend. Like, just sit back and be like, you know what? I could, I, it would be nice to see some more Afro Latinos in a movie about the place where Afro Latinos live. <laughs> so, then what was a gaggy part about it is she was trying to give off, like, oh, it was like a really long, um, hard audition process. And da, 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 da. there were so many people, so many people, so many people. And then somebody dug up an old tweet from the guy who plays the lead character, Usnavi, or whatever. And he basically, I'm trying to think, what did he say? He said, um, he said, I don't, it was like a text message or something to the the director and said he really wants the role, but right now he has to finish whatever he was working on at that time. Could you push back production? And he was like, and then the director was like, yeah, let me talk to the higher ups and it will it will be no problem. We could definitely do that. And it was giving like how how hard was the casting process? Because that's kind of giving like, bitch, you already knew who you wanted to play. You know, it, it gave very much like he didn't even have to audition. Bitch, now that I'm thinking about it, I think there was also another tweet. I could be wrong. Where it basically said, like, he didn't even really audition. Because that's really what it's giving. Like, you didn't really have to audition. Like, what was the audition process? Maybe there was an audition process for the dancers and the background roles and stuff like that. But it's kind of giving, like, bitch, you wanted these bitches in the roles. So, cut the fucking shenanigans. Either way, it was a really good movie. <laughs> I really fucking enjoyed it. Um... I loved, like, the little special effect moments. I love how, like, dreamlike they made Washington Heights. I loved the music, of course. I loved everything about the whole thing. The only, <coughs> excuse me, the only upsetting thing was it was just a bunch of light-skinned people. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is not a movie about Houston, Texas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not a movie about, you know, Southern California. Yeah. It's a movie about Washington Heights, like the place where literally Afro-Latinos are. Like, that's where they be, bitch. So, it just fucking sucks because... Oh, sorry, girl. I just stepped on you. Are you hungry? Mm-hmm. Yep. She's like, yes. So, whenever I ask Billy if she want to eat, she'll like, won't... She won't meow, but she'll open up her mouth like she wants to talk, but it's like... Talking is too much effort. So she'll just open up her mouth and she's like, yeah, I'm hungry. And it's like, well, bitch, better go eat that food. Mm. But here's the thing. It sucks because it's 2021 and the fact that most people in the United States don't even know 
that there is a huge color spectrum when it comes to Latinos. Like, they're for everyone's from light to dark. Like, people don't know that. Like, the fact that people don't even know shit about Afro-Latinos or where they originate from. Like, the fact that, yeah, we was on slave ships. Some of us landed. Some of our ancestors landed here in the United States. Some of us landed in the motherfucking Caribbean. And the fact that people don't know that is fucking wild. And it's just crazy to think that that's still a fucking issue that we have to constantly bring up. Um, and, and, you know, when you go to these countries, that's who you see. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, when you, you don't see um, light-skinned Miss Columbia with long hair and giving body yada yada yada. You see, you know, everybody in there is black. You know, when you go to DR, everyone's black. Like, that's just what the fuck it is. Like, I, it's just the wildest, like, juxtaposition of, like, who the people are versus what is portrayed in the media. Um, Not saying that, you know, there are no light-skinned girls. Of course, duh. But it's just, it's not a, it's not displayed appropriately in the media. And, you know, and I just think, like, it would be nice for... Um, kids growing up who are not light-skinned to be able to see themselves in in roles that don't revolve around singing and, you know, being in the background or being in the back of the bodega or, you know, walking on the side of the street or, you know, playing extras. It would be nice to have, you know, if this, think about it. This I can't relate to, but imagine being like Afro-Latino or being Dominican or whatever, and you're, it's like, this is the movie about the neighborhood I really live in. And you turn it on and you don't see anybody that looks like you or anybody that looks like anybody in your neighborhood. You're going to be like, bitch, what? You know, I can't even imagine how that would make me feel. I'd be like, bitch, this is crazy. So again, the movie is cute. I actually really, I wholeheartedly, I really love the movie. Um, I think Leslie Grace did a really great job. Her voice is so beautiful and just so perfect for the role of Nina um and yeah I just wish that it was just a better representation and then and then and then fucking Lin-Manuel talking about some well I'm listening nigga what (laughs) listening to what like you making it seem like this is some brand new shit you know like it's crazy when it's like um we're gonna have that conversation to blah you guys were the space you guys were the opportunity you know what I'm saying? It's like, we're going to have that conversation so that there are opportunities for... Op- you were the opportunity. You were the actual opportunity, bitch. Like, that's what's so fucking wild about all of this. You can't be like, oh, we're going to have this conversation so later on there's more opportunities. You were the fucking opportunity. That was the space. You know what I'm saying? Like, I keep going back to if it was a movie about Los Angeles, okay. You know what I'm... It's going to be... It's like... You are. This is the the opportunity to put Afro Latinos in primary roles. That was the actual opportunity. That opportunity is not gonna really always make sense in roles. In, let's say some Latin shit about some bitches in L.A. You know what I'm saying? That's not like that. You could definitely still cast Afro Latinos in some shit like that, but. It's going to make way more sense and be 100% more accurate had it been about a fucking movie 
about Washington Heights, where literally the population is just little Dominican Republic. I'm just confused. Um, But, you know, that's just, I don't know. I do find it kind of funny that, like, most of the dark people that are cast in his shit, like, he ended up, most of the people in fucking Hamilton, they're like, well, what about Hamilton? I was like, case and fucking point. I'm just trying not to, I don't want to be this, like, radical girl who's always, like, talking about race in the United States, and I'm over giving history lessons, but, like, (laughs) they're like, what about Hamilton? I said, a case and fucking point. I find that very sus, but (sighs) anyways, moving right along. So today, real quick, real, 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 real quick, there is a fucking versus with Eve versus Trina. Whoo, bitch, I can't wait. I'm supposed to be at the gym, I think, at that time, because here's the thing. I'm eating everything I want to eat, but I just got to get back into the gym and be at the gym six days out of the week. Boom. Um, but I'm going to watch this shit because I know it's going to be good. But how do you give? Everybody on Twitter was talking about Eve gone body Trina, Eve gone body Trina, Eve gone body Trina. Let me tell you something. First off, first the fuck off, put some fucking respect on Katrina Laverne Taylor's name. First and foremost, bitch. Trina? Trina? Oh, Trina's going to get bodied? Baby. Now, I'm not going to say Eve don't got her things. She do got her things. However, Eve, and I'm just going to keep it 100% funky. Eve give me, she was that girl, like, all the girls in the hood live for Eve because that first album was everything. The only thing that could might be able to take Trina right on out of here and put that bitch on ice is if Eve played Love is Blind. That's it. That's it. That's really it. Um, What y'all want is a good one, too. What's another one on that album? Um, I got a man that I think I'm gonna love forever and forever we'll be together no matter what. That is a good one, too. But that is just, that. it's cute, but it's the only thing that's really going to put Katrina Laverne Taylor on fucking ice is Love is Blind. That's it. That's it. I'm not trying to shit on Eve's catalog because she do got a good, good, good catalog. But not one of those songs could really body Trina's. It can't. It really can't. The only one that has the ability to do that is Love is Blind. And the girls is like, oh, you know, what about what about that song she did with Gwen Stefani? That's Gwen Stefani, girl. And Rich Girl wasn't even that that girl. Um, oh, but then she also did Let Me Blow Your Mind. That wasn't, that was a cute little bop too. But it was like, how do you give, Eve really switched it up after album one. Then she gave, became more mainstream, more TRL. You know what I'm saying? But I think a lot of those songs, even Tambourine, okay, even Tambourine, a lot of those songs were cute bops then, but they lived and died in that time. And they're not major bops now. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Katrina Laverne Taylor, you can't at this very moment play, whoop, whoop, pull over there, that's too fast. Whoop, whoop, pull over there. Ah! Bitch, that shit. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> She's so pissed. 
<laughs> she was taking a nap. <laughs> um, you could play that and it's going to bang, you know. And honestly, even though this is kind of like a very um song of that particular time, you could play here we go, here we go again, cause you're telling me that he Yes! That's a really good one. What else? What else? What else? Um, I got an ass so big like the sun. Hello. Or it's just all, there's so many good. Single again is another one. What else? What else? What else? Bitch, a fucking, fucking her verse on One Minute Man with fucking Missy Elliott. Get out of here. Get out of here. No. And Long Hills, Red Bottoms. Ah! See, I, it, the thing that really got, that really kind of is burnt is the fact that Trina never was like a TRL girl, whereas Eve was a, tr- a TRL girl. Trina really wasn't. And I don't know how, because if there was anything that needed to be played on TRL, it was a Trina, you know, Trina one. So, I mean, we shall see, you know, Million Dollar Girl is a cute little song too. Uh, what else? I'm trying to think of like the baddest bitch. Duh. That's duh. Classic, classic, classic. Also, let me tell you something. Last year, maybe it was two years ago, 2019, um, she had her latest album come out. I don't know what the name of the album is. Let me just look it up real quick. Um, The One, bitch. That album is good, bitch. I don't know who, I don't know who else needs to hear this, but bitch, that album is good. Now, I know the girls are like, oh, that's the best fucking female rap album that's come out um, in such a long time is Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion. Girl, stop. I'm going to stop you right there. The best female rap album that has come out in a very long time is Trina, the one, okay? There is a song that she did. Let me think. Who? Um, What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? Um, the the song she did with K Michelle is cute. I like that. What's the other one? Um, what is it? Situations? No, not damn. You got me. Get money. Where is the fucking? There is a really sickening song. Um, I heard from my old man. I'm trying to think. How does it go? Anyways, oh, ride clean, bitch. Replies and boozy. Ugh, that's no, that song, bitch. Let me play this real quick. I'm just gonna have to play it on here. I hope. I think I can also play songs on here because it's um a Spotify thing. Let me see. Ride clean, Trina. No, this song is everything, bitch. This song goes in. Y'all hear that? Bit. Bit. Uh. Bitch ride clean, zone Yep, yep, yep. The young bitch ride clean, zone uh, Yo, this song is everything. This song goes hard, bitch. Mm. 
Yo, this song is everything. I mean, that song alone, let me tell you, that song alone go harder than anything Doja Cat or fucking Megan Thee Stallion got. And it's really no shade to neither one of them girls because they doing their thing. But I just want to let you know, nothing goes harder. That song alone, that's why I'm trying to tell people to be like, oh, Eve, 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 Eve. Who's that girl? No, 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 no. Katrina. One Katrina song. One Katrina song can body four Eve songs. And I'm not going to argue with nobody on that. So if that's just what the fuck it is, bitch. Um, so yeah, we <clears throat> that's gonna be tonight or in a couple hours. I'm gonna watch a bitch. And yeah, I just need the girls to start putting more respect on Trina's name. That's it. It's the the Trina slander needs to fucking stop. It's it needs to stop. Okay. Also, also, all fucking so, the girls was like, the, the, the fucking verses we really need is Little Kim versus Foxy Brown. First off, that's never going to happen. Kim fucking hates Inga. It's never going to happen. Like, they don't, Inga is a little, she's a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, you know, so it, it's never going to happen. But then the girls was like, Trina shit, the only person um, Trina can really go against is Kim. Now, bitch, I'm going to stop you right the fuck there. I'm going to stop everybody right the fuck there. Okay? I love Trina down to the ground. Love Trina down to the ground. But one thing for certain, nobody can go against Kim. It's never going to happen. Kim's catalog, her verse... I'm not even going to even really explain this even further. Y'all got to watch. There's a thing she did... Um, on Genius, on YouTube, Genius, where they kind of dissected all her, like, her verses and shit like that. Kim has legendary, iconic verses that still go off. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's really no shade, but, like, name a verse. Give me, give me, give me fucking Eve's most iconic verse. I'll wait. I will definitely wait. I don't mind waiting. I will wait. Give me, give me Trina's most iconic verse. There's a couple there. There are a couple. <laughs> there are a couple. I'm not going to lie. There's like a good solid three. <laughs> she got some good ones. You know what I'm saying? Like the girls don't really have iconic verses. They don't have iconic 16s. Kim has iconic 16s that are not even just on her tracks. They be on Big's tracks. They be on the Locks tracks. They be on Quiet Storm. They all over the place. Kim got some some iconic clean 16s. So when the girls be like, oh, Kim versus skirt, Kim versus nobody. Kim versus Kim. We could do a Kim versus Kim because that's it. When the girls be like, oh, you know, um, Mary J. Blige versus Mariah Carey. First off, go jump off a bridge. Okay, don't ever say that shit again. It's Mariah Carey versus Mariah Carey. That's it. Don't even... I'm so tired of the girls jumping out of the window when it comes to, like, these music-related things. Like, don't... Don't do it. Girl, Mariah versus Mariah. Kim versus Kim. Period. All right? The girls was like, oh, what did they say? Like, something Janet Jackson versus... Shut the fuck up. You will leave Miss... Demita Joe Jackson out of this. It's Janet versus don't Janet does it. Leave Janet, leave her out of all this shit. Side note, before I get off of this topic, 
Um, just to, as a reminder, does anybody remember, and this is really for the old girls because I'm really aging myself. Remember back in the day when Poetic Justice was out? And I'm only saying this because I guess it's 50, it's the 50th birthday for Tupac. Um, and there was like that rumor that Janet Jackson made Tupac do an AIDS test. Anyways, long story short, John Singleton and Tupac made up that false rumor and actually used it as press. And it's confirmed because John, John Singleton was like, yeah, this is like fake. Like, it's not even real. And then Tupac was like, even in one of his songs was like, yeah, girl, I'm so sorry. And but that did damage to Janet. Let me tell you something. I'm so tired of men throwing Janet under the bus. It would just be nice if they would just leave Janet, Zamita Joe Jackson, the fuck alone. What has she, has she, she doesn't have a mean bone in her fucking body. But let me tell you something. Let me, and I, this might be really insensitive, but y'all gonna have to learn to leave Miss Janet Zamita Joe Jackson alone. Cause that Janet voodoo is good, bitch. Okay. Y'all made up that rumor about her and both of y'all motherfuckers is dead. So there's that moving right along. Okay, so on to a listener letter. Side note, I'm looking at this credit report thing. <laughs> I'm such a random note. Um, credit is really a fucking scam. It's so annoying, bitch. My credit just went down one point because my account balance, I mean, my credit card balance was a little over 30%. And I literally keep it at 0%, I mean, or 1% every single fucking pay thing. And this time, I guess I wasn't paying attention and I didn't send out my payment. So it was a little over 30%. Oh, it's so annoying. So it went down like one point. And I'm just like, this is a fucking big ass scam. It's really a fucking scam. You have to like spend money to get credit. And it's just, uh, and then the house housing market is really shitty right now. It's just really fucking ghetto. Um, anyways, on to listener letters. So if you have a question or a letter or anything you want to send in, please send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. This week comes from Luce. And she says, girl, close all this shit out. Upgrade. I don't want to upgrade shit. Go. Oh my God. I just oh, these fucking pop-ups. Just, just delete, 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 delete. Just close. I really cannot deal with this. Just, this is why I don't even open up half of this fucking shit. Also, if you have a website, bitch, just automatically accept all my cookies from, I just need, accept all cookies. The fuck? I hate when I click on a fucking website on accident and it's all these fucking pop-ups. Like, girl, I'm just trying to be on the website. God damn. Sorry. <laughs> I literally was clicking on this fucking email. <laughs> And then I ended up clicking, accidentally clicking on some other shit. And it just took me, just breathe, just breathe, just breathe, Nina. Okay, so this week's letter comes from Luce. She says, hi, Solomon. You're such a great inspiration. And watching you every day is so uplifting. I really like what you have to share. My question is, I always feel as though I wasted my previous years dealing with people who didn't love me, taking care of others, and not accomplishing my goals. I went off track for about 10 years and now finally on track for the career I originally was going for. I know you mentioned how you had a difficult past, but how did you get over the regret? Do you regret or wish you could change the past? Love, Luce. Um, 
you know, I think about this quite often. I used to be a type of girl who'd be like, oh, girl, I would never change the past. I never would change the past. But sometimes it's like, girl, I wouldn't mind changing a couple things, bitch. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wish I could change, like, a couple things. Like, I wish I could change, like, <laughs> the fact that I never got arrested or, like, <laughs> the fact that I don't have, like, a criminal record and shit like that. I wish I could change that. Um, But even though I say that, that also taught me a lot. Um. And it, it definitely changed me because I feel like if I if some of those things, good and bad, didn't happen, I would not be clearly, you know, as as cliche as it sounds, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Um, but here's the thing. I think this is my this is like my take on it. I feel as though in life you get like a little toolbox. You know what I'm saying? And at first the toolbox is empty, bitch. The toolbox is empty. But as things go on in your life, you get you put more and more tools in that box, you know, and in order to get some of those tools, you got to it's sometimes it'd be some shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to it takes a while to, like, get those tools necessary. And then later on in life, you know, you look up and you just, you know, using shit from the toolbox and you sit back and be like, damn, bitch, I remember when this toolbox was hella empty. Like, you know, like I. I look back on some things before and in correlation with me now, and I just move differently. And there's so many life lessons that I've learned. And um, you know what I'm saying? Like there's even dealing with the shit with my tooth. Um, I mean, granted, it's not the same as some other shit that I've dealt with in the past, but I was able to move completely differently. You know, and even um, even talking with my lawyers and stuff, like, they were like, so what do you want to do? I said, this, this, and this, and that. And I I wouldn't, if if I didn't go through some of the things that I've dealt with in the past, I wouldn't have had that breadth of knowledge to be able to quickly move. And, like, you know what I'm saying? So it was based off of the shit I've dealt with in the past. And... And so, and it it caught me off guard because it caught my lawyers off guard. They're like, "Whoa, shit!" The um, all right, cool. And they gave me like, "Bitch, this now seem like it's something new to you," and it wasn't. So, but it caught both of us off guard, and I was like, "Damn, bitch!" Like, how? And I was, I was like, "Oh yeah, duh," because that was these are some instances in the back back in the day when I had to deal with X, Y, and Z. And I got burnt over and I got, you know, taken advantage of. And you just move differently. Um, and But the, the the sad thing about it is sometimes you move differently in areas where, like, you really shouldn't. You know, and that could be, like, your love life. That could be with family members. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is something that um, the things that I've dealt with in the past, um, I'm not always as the sweet nice little boy that I used to be I'm still a nice kid kid but I'm not as um naive and sweet I guess as I used to be and I think that happens with all adults um but sometimes but I do notice it's been a drastic change and eventually I do need to go into therapy <laughs> and figure that shit out because I'm starting to see it now I'm just like I actually don't like that part of me you know i want to be someone who's not just fucking 
um, jaded and so out of touch with reality. Like I, you know, so there are moments where I do regret. So to answer your question, like, do I wish I could go change things in the past? Of course, because some things now that I know, like, oh, that was like a negative response. Like that has turned me out. I've gotten a negative trait out of that. Yeah, of course. But all in all, I do believe that um, all those things, I don't want to say makes you stronger. It just sets you up to like deal with life for, for now. And I am a firm believer that like God or whatever your belief system is, um, they, it's to help you with shit later on. And I know a lot of all those like years and years and more than a decade of me dealing with some shit, I was always like, when am I going to catch a break? When am I going to get out of this? This is this the fuck. And I just know I couldn't do what I'm doing right now or be where I'm at now and getting ready to go where I'm about to go if I didn't go through those things. Because it really set me up to, I don't want to say be a shrewd businessman, but, you know, there is a there is a, 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 an aspect of business that you have to really relinquish some of your feelings and, and relinquish a lot of just dumb shit. And you got to put your feelings aside and know not everything's fucking personal. And, you know, there's there's a lot that I dealt with in the past that really set me up to help me deal with things now. Um, a lot of those things was some grimy shit, <laughs> some grimy shit, bitch. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, like drug, you know how like drug dealers are like some of the best businessmen in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like they really are. Um, that's if they get out of the game, you know, and a lot of gangbangers is really great at business too. And, you know, sometimes, like, it'd be the grimy shit, but it'd be setting you up later on in life. So, yes, to answer your question, um, I would say I don't regret, but I do. Here's the thing. I don't regret shit, but I wish things might have been a little bit different and wish things were a little bit easier. Yeah. But don't beat yourself up. You know what I'm saying? You cannot go into the past. All you can do is just change the shit that you're doing right now. But, you know, you got to be, you, it seems like you're on a better path and you recognize some things and it seems like you um, you said you're accomplishing your goals. So focus on that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really no fucking, it makes no fucking sense to just sit up and dwell on the past. Like, there ain't shit we could do about it. You know what I'm saying? You got to create the new past, if that makes sense. Like, you got to create your new path, past. Meaning you got to focus on today and make today great and make tomorrow great and make the next day great and boom, 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 boom. So that when you do look back at yourself in 10 years, be like, it's not a sense of regret. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you might have regretted some shit from 10 years ago, but in 10 years, when you look back on now, don't make, don't regret now. Does that make sense? So focus on now, make today cute. You know, put yourself first. As I always say, put yourself first. And yeah, but good luck. I'm sending you nothing but good vibes. I know that is a very real thing that a lot of people do deal with. So sending you light and love. 
All right, now on to final thoughts. Actually, there aren't, ooh, there are no final thoughts because Eve versus Trina is starting up in 16 minutes. So I got to get the fuck off this microphone and go catch this. So I will see y'all next week. Again, you, I have no announcements really to make um, other than the fact that, um, yeah, no announcements. Well, enjoy your weekend. Stay blessed.